whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Wait, am I like obnoxiously loud? No, you're okay? good. You're okay. We can, okay. We can adjust your levels right. too. Yeah. Okay. Are we going to leave this in? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> Hi. Hi, fam. Uh, welcome to whatever what? it takes. I don't know, man. It's a rough morning. Yeah, fam, that's true. I don't know what's going on, man. I've never heard you say the word fam in my life. I, I hated it. I just really hated that moment. Uh, well, luckily, it's recorded and being sent to everybody. <laughs> Great. Pals, Panthers. Welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we have a special guest joining us, our resident straight guy, Sean Quigley. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. Hello, fam. Hello, Panthers. (laughs) Perfect. Great. Ready. (laughs) Um, And today we are talking about season eight, episode 15, Touch of Grey. So, Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary? Sure. Emma wants to create a new university identity, so she smokes pot with Becca and Gwyneth. (laughs) But she takes her new stoner persona too far when she shares pot brownies at a campus event. Oh, damn. Was that other girl Gwyneth? I literally could not tell you what her name was, so I guess it was Gwyneth. Becky, I believe, because I remember them calling her Sexy Bexy. Yeah. Which is a stretch. It is. Not great. It's not the best. <laughs> yeah. But I but yeah, accurate. We did not talk about the B plot, but whatever. I don't really care for Casey anyway. So I, I would basically half asleep during the B plot anyway. <laughs> but I love Connor. So Connor's I don't know. Connor's a goddamn delight. Um but the episode title is Touch of Grey, which is a nineteen eighty seven song by the Grateful Dead. Which is very fitting for this episode if we're going to lead into like being a deadhead and smoking a bunch of pot. And I guess also like smoking weed, maybe it's a gray area. I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah. That's a, it's a stretch, but that's that's my interpretation. It uh, affects the gray matter in your brain. I know if you smoke too much, there's a million ways we can look into this. Do you know this from experience, Sean? Oh, yeah, slightly. <laughs> I'm prepared. I've done the hands-on research to help with this episode. Perfect. I've gotten into the trenches with real some gonzo journalism here. <laughs> Amazing. Just some journalistic integrity. I live for it. Awesome. Exactly. I'm like Tom fucking Wolf over here. <laughs> Although it does not apply to the B-plot at all. But no, no. Whatever. Um, but all right, let's just dive in to the episode um the episode starts with emma and kelly like walking around their floor or walking out of their room i don't know my first note is still weird that she's dating her roommate still weird that he lives there and they let him live there i don't get it yeah no school is like like the red tape is not gonna fucking just be like swept under the carpet yeah (laughs) it's not I mean, there are co-ed dorms, and I've even, I know some people who've had, like, co-ed bathrooms in co-ed dorms, but never, like, co-ed roommates. That's not a thing. Even at, like, the crunchiest of granola campuses. I don't, I don't get it. Uh, I was, that's, that's that woman, what is it, Becky, who goes... Like, oh, what a great point you had about Rome being just like the student union. I fucking wanted to die. I hated it so much. I don't know. There's nothing more like, check it out, guys, we're in college, than like a point about philosophy, bureaucracy, and ancient Rome linking it. (laughs) Just getting points in the hallway for your academic genius. (laughs) I hated it. And I guess this is how we learn that we're having floor Olympics, I I guess. (sighs) I, I have mean, I have a question. I did not go to a real school. I went to a weird art school, and we didn't do group activities because we don't do that. Is this a thing that real colleges do? I feel like in my freshman dorm, like, they tried to make dorm events happen. Some people on the floor were very active in it. I was not. I was like, I don't give a fuck about anybody in my floor except for, like, my roommate and this guy across the hall who I hang out with. 
but and it, but it was more like let's watch a movie in the sitting area or let's have like a pizza party it wasn't like floor olympics or weird activities but yeah this is definitely the kind of thing that went on during like the campus while i was there because campus life people always made me very uneasy i can't understand somebody who's that hands-on with student life but it sounds like the kind of thing that i would walk past in my dorm and be like what the fuck are those guys doing that's lame. Then go upstairs and be like, wow, I wish I had more friends at college. I should have exactly. been. <laughs> like yeah. I would have judged and then regretted. Would have judged and then, but also would, would be coming from a place of like, I don't know how to talk to people. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I don't sit in enough. Yeah. Speaking but also of, um... too much pep. Oh, so much Makes pep. me uncomfortable. I can't, I can't handle that. Um, speaking of not having enough friends in college. So Emma has some shitty nicknames. Um, one of them is just Blonde okay. Emma, which, like, I kind of get. Like, why do you expect your, like, entire building RA to, like, know all the different Emmas? Because apparently there's three. Yeah. And, awesome. but, and then there's also Girlfriend of Kelly, which I feel like is a shitty nickname. Oh, no, I lost you. <laughs> oh, you lost us? Can you hear us? <laughs> oh, no, I lost you for a second, but I, th- I think I'm good now. Okay, okay. cool. But, yeah, Blonde Emma's a rough but at least it's a nickname. You know, a lot of people don't even, you know, your name isn't known and nobody knows you as Cause Girl yet. So, like, <laughs> just accept being Blonde Emma for like, a little bit. I feel like Blonde Emma is the least offensive nickname she's ever had. Exactly. Girlfriend of Kelly <laughs> does suck, though. Yeah, not great. Yeah, that's right. You don't want to be, like, girlfriend of anyone. No. You don't want that to I always hate when people called me Girlfriend of Kelly growing up. It always <laughs> <laughs> very Oh, so, but the guy who calls her girlfriend of Kelly is, like, Kelly's Frisbee friend. Oh, I hate how much they love Frisbee. He's wearing a shirt that says Frisbeep, which I do not understand. Frisbeep. And then he also calls Kelly Brosif. Nope. This whole, this Frisbee guy just gets on my nerves. I hate this guy. I hate this guy so much. I hate that he says Brosif. I hate that he loves Frisbee. Fucking, I have a friend who used to play Ultimate Frisbee in college. I'm like, no, I'm not behind this. I don't get it. I don't get the Ultimate Frisbee thing. It's a very college thing, too, and I don't get it. Is there literally anything dumber than Ultimate Frisbee? I dare you to think of an activity. It's the same. That is the same. I think they're different. (laughs) To me, they are the same. All right, can you think of an activity that's dumber than anything having to do with an organized Frisbee game? I used to have these unorganized, in the front of my house, at my mother's house, when I was, like, going to a local school, I guess we felt like we were on campus life, and we'd just, like, make up these fucking Frisbee games that took place in the middle of my street, and it, like, in our heads, we were just, like, cute young kids playing with Frisbee, but we were, like, 21-year-old, 200-pound men, like, getting in the way of traffic all day, and that was kind of the funnest part about it. But he also, Brosif thanks uh, Kelly for helping him get a C-plus on his paper, so he can have guilt-free Frisbee, which is something I've never experienced. I've seldom played... I've played Frisbee, but never guilt-free. Guilt-free Frisbee does not exist. I'm just confused. So is this an organized sport? Like, would he... If he did not get this C-plus, would he have been kicked off of Frisbee? Or would he have just felt bad about playing Frisbee when he should have been studying? I think the latter. I think... I don't think there's ever been an effect official ultimate frisbee organized event i think the most official it would get would be like intramural like you sign up like you just sign up and there and you play games against people but it's like no stakes at all wait so does brosif like does he care about his academics because he's like i would have felt really bad playing frisbee man if i didn't have that c plus i would have had to like study for a minute (laughs) I mean, I think he cares about his academics slightly less than he cares about Frisbee. Yeah. (laughs) I think as long as he's going to college for the cultural experience of playing as much Frisbee as possible, (laughs) but he's got to, you know, toe the the line to get there. But, like, he's got to keep his grades up so he can just coast through college so he can keep playing Frisbee. Also, what is Frisbeep? Is this a thing? Is this a thing they made up? Is this the name of their Frisbee team? I don't get it. I'm going to go with Frisbee team because okay. I remember my friend being in like an intramural rugby team and they had these god awful stupid fucking names and they print out these god awful silkscreen stupid fucking t-shirts for them. So I'm going to say that Frisbee is their team. Was your which friend's is god awful. Was your friend's team rugby because that would have been <laughs> that would have been fun. <laughs> 
I hope so. No, I believe it was something like incredibly like not great. I think I think the name of his team was the Roast Beef Danglers, which oh, like, oh no, not, yeah, serious bro bullshit right there. Yeah. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. UMass bro shit. Oh boy. But yes, Emma but is yes. upset that people are calling her blonde Emma, especially because she's not blonde anymore. What color is her hair? I don't know. It's, it looks like a dirty blonde. Auburn? Yeah. Yeah, she's still kind of like strawberry blonde. Yeah. Like, you're still kind of fucking blonde. She's kind of blonde, kind of red, no kind of blonde brunette. than not blonde. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I like it though, although I can't pinpoint what fucking color that hair is. Should we get into fashion police? Since yeah, we're kind sure. of we're talking about frisbee shirts and blonde not blonde Emma. <laughs> yeah, because all I want to do is talk about Kelly's Rasta hat. Oh boy. Oh my yeah. god. You are oh. Kelly, you're the whitest of white men. Just because you get stoned and play ultimate frisbee does not mean that you can wear a Rasta hat, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like White boys are allowed to wear that hat if and only if they are 12 years old and just got back from vacation in the Caribbean. That's it. That's fucking all. <laughs> like, and even then, and not it's on, not great. <laughs> oh, it's all, it's, it's goddamn awful then. But I'll give you a little bit more of a pass than being the, you know, 18-year-old stoner who thinks it's an okay fucking fashion choice. Yeah, also we can tell that it's starting to become fall winter because Kelly's wearing a big-ass parka. Like, everyone's wearing some winter clothing. We can see the transition here. Puffy jackets and the like. Also, Claire's wearing pigtails at one point. I like the pigtails. I like when Claire's, like, out of her uniform and is just a human person in the world. Yeah. She's leaning into the Argyle. Most hardcore. Yeah, most people who know what a garbage person I am know that I am always a fan of pigtails on girls in (laughs) any situation whatsoever. It's kind of my thing. So I give that thumbs up. As someone who receives like regular, like slightly gross texts from Sean about girls on Degrassi, like that is the truest fact. (laughs) It's my favorite thing. You're the only person I can share these feelings with. (laughs) I know. I enjoy it very much. Um, Emma's got some bad eyeshadow at one point. It's very blue, and I don't care for it. Uh, I I don't love blue eyeshadow on any human ever. It was like a thing for too long. Yeah, like Casey had this windbreaker with like a very large like a peacoat collar, and I couldn't tell what the pattern was on it. If it was like Aztec or like wolf's tooth or whatever the fuck you call it, hound's tooth. Hound's tooth. Wolf's tooth. Wolf's tooth. Wolf's tooth. Hound's tooth. Hey, I'm a guy. Give me a break. That was pretty close. <laughs> I believe there's a skull on the back of it. And it was I don't kind remember of a that. Uh, uh, it was pretty. Oh man! Oh boy! Um, Emma and Kelly have some real crazy bedhead when they um, find out that Becca like OD'd on weed, which is real and a thing. Well, it wasn't on weed. <laughs> I know. It was just but... like because of weed. Oh, I guess <laughs> we'll get to that. But they, I mean, but at the time they thought that that's what it was, and I was like, "You guys don't know anything about mm. anything. <laughs> that is not how this works." No. Although that yeah. information was sure as wide brownies available. Let's draw. Um. But there's a no stakes episode if Emma just made sugar free brownies. I think that's where I'm at. <laughs> Seriously. Sugar is the real killer, guys. <laughs> um, all right. That's all the fashion notes that I have, though. Um, I'm, I'm just you go. I'm just checking to make sure. Um, bum, 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 bum. No, I think that's it for me, too. <laughs> I don't know. Girl, I just read your last note. Why was he allowed to stay there at all? <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> my, my notes are mostly rage. Like, they're just all angry and, like, disorganized and separated by commas like holland has like a nice like type a like bulleted system and mine are just like random words just, separated by commas run, it just runs into each other my one one it just says avocado comma like, <laughs> um i don't remember mine is a lot of spaces in very short sentences or quotes perfect nice. um so yeah i don't know where i don't know where the theme song happened but i didn't make note of it but i i one of my next notes is they already said i love you because i guess they oh yeah each okay other, like i love you oh also when emma's like bitching about the um the nicknames she's like i don't want to just be known for my cute hair and my cute boyfriend i'm like emma what happened to you Ugh. 
Yeah. 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 This is what joys me. I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you? You were made for college life. You spent your entire life preparing to be the girl who's protesting very passionately about causes that you're not that informed about. Exactly. <laughs> That's what college is about. You were made for this. So grab a fucking poster board, find something to get pissed off about and get to the quad, damn it. I don't understand how Emma hasn't joined all of the clubs and student organizations and like like and some kind Democrats of board yeah like any single environmental situation exactly like, she should be doing all of this instead of being like why do they only know me as cute i'm like shut the fuck up emma what like, has happened to you this is ellie all over again like how is she not like protesting like the student yeah. like dining yeah. halls these- of not having a vegetarian options or something like that like also, Emma totally would have probably gone and become a like a full on vegan in college too, instead of just vegetarian. Like, I don't know. She oh, would sure. have gone way deeper into this cause girl identity. She would have been a vegan and a socialist by the time her first fucking poli sci class was over. I guarantee. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Oh, but they are already saying I love you because she's like. She's walking with Kelly and she's like, well, it's easy for you. Everybody loves you. And he's like, yeah, but I love you. I'm like, you guys have been dating for like two weeks. Yeah, I don't. What is happening? I don't. I was like, that was, a, that was too uh, much for college. me. <laughs> I guess so. Um, and then. <laughs> oh, and so earlier, Frisbee guy had like he gave Kelly what he thought was a thank you note in an envelope because he helped him like get a C on his test. And then back in their room. Kelly opens the envelope and it's like a joint and he's like oh cool like frisbee guy gave me this and Emma's like you don't smoke do you and is so judgy tinged with so much judgment (laughs) also I'm I'm confused as to why he like went through the effort of rolling Kelly a joint when he could have just given him like a dime bag like just like give him a little bit of yeah I don't know it was a nice a... sentiment, though. I, maybe, like, I yeah, maybe it's, he wanted to be like that. He helped him out, so he helped Kelly out by rolling him a joint. I guess. Yeah, maybe Kelly can fucking roll the doob. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Kelly owns a bowl or like minimum a one hitter. Probably. Oh, absolutely. Oh, he's a him guy for fucking sure. He plays his goddamn frisbee with his stupid hat and smokes his chillum. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, those dugouts. The cigarette bag oh that yeah. are in the little wood things. Yep. That's what he has. At the very least, <laughs> oh, what is what is it called where you like have the toilet paper roll with the dryer sheet so they don't smell the... What is that called? I should know what this oh, is called. Oh I just God. did a whole book about weed and 101 objects. I should know what it's called. Um, but Shit, one of those I things, forgot what it's called too. Use them all the time in my friend's like basement. Like a rubber band toilet paper roll or empty or used toilet paper roll. Yeah, with the dryer, dryer sheets sheet. in it yeah. or something. Anyway. Panthers, let us know. Yeah, let tweet at us. What is that called? Um, but then <laughs> I feel like I feel like we have the wrong audience for that question. Probably. But I don't know. <laughs> maybe not. You never know. We if we have people from like California or Washington or Seattle or Colorado or whatever. Seattle's in Washington. I meant Oregon. Anyway, she so she's like, you don't smoke, do you? And he's like, oh, yeah, sometimes. And she's like, oh, I don't like losing control like that. And it's Fucking just like surprise, surprise. Yeah, it's just like super judgy. But Emma drinks. So what is she talking about? I don't know. Um, but then we finally get to the B plot. And we're in gym class with Claire and Casey. And Casey's being Mr. YA, not real person in real life, and teaching her how to play basketball and, like, shooting the ball. And it's very rom-com. This is not a 14-year-old boy. No. And then... Oh, he is just smooth. I'm telling you, he's a serial killer. He's too I agree. He's got dead eyes, too. He looks like a fucking... He's Ted Bundy. He's too fucking smooth for this shit. I do not like him. Uh, Case in point, Connor not really paying attention to what's happening. Casey's like, Connor, catch! And wails a fucking basketball at him. And Connor doesn't catch it because he's Connor. And 
I yeah. did not care for that and as Casey well. And Casey and Claire laugh. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Come on. Because Connor is investigating, like, the stage that is also in the gym with that because he hears like popping noises from behind the stage and he's like Mr. Armstrong something's happening behind here and then we see like Goons 2.0 Reese and company throwing like those poppers that you throw at the ground that yeah. like make popping noises on the stage what it, like why first of all fucking why second of all who are these children I don't know who they are oh. well yeah Reese- the one meme boy there's like this one meme boy who looks like he listens to a real lot of of early arctic monkeys and they're all sitting there throwing these fucking poppers and it's like very much a strange school of bad kid like it's a weird type of bad kid to be well in the last episode and jane says which i know kelsey you didn't watch uh because you weren't here we meet reese in the dot and he sees claire in her like newly make made over state and he's like Hey, cutie, what's your name? And she thinks he's talking to Allie, but he's talking to Claire. And it's like a weird like, oh, a boy thinks I'm cute now that I have new clothes on. Now that I wear all this fucking argyle. Yeah, but now he's in this episode being a fucking nuisance. And I don't really know what to do with that. Now, I feel like perhaps they were popping the poppers on purpose to, like, bother Connor because maybe, like, the noise bothered him. Like, maybe it was, like, really nefarious because I feel like you can't be that... Because I'm the kid popping poppers behind, <laughs> behind the, the curtain, curtain during basketball practice. But I'm not doing it in a way to, you know, upset somebody who's clearly on the autism spectrum. Yeah. Well, thank God for that. Yeah. I don't, but I don't think yeah, yeah. it was specifically to bug Connor. I think they were, because they were just hiding behind a curtain. Like, how would they know just, that Connor was listening? That's true. I guess that is true. I think they were just, like, being obnoxious yeah because they're like the most boring like childish delinquents of all time i don't know and then they like walk off the stage and they're like oh whatever and then mr armstrong is like casey you're so good at basketball you should try out for the team and he's like uh i have to check at home first and i'm like why does he have to check at home that sounded sketchy yeah like so so connor not connor casey i'm just gonna be confused about all these children until i figure out who they all are so casey is being all fucking like squirrely about his basketball past which is weird it's like basketball exclusive like nothing else has made him uncomfortable but he's like I can't talk about basketball. And I'm like, what? That's, why? That's so specific. And why? Why? Who cares? I don't know. Um, it's very strange. But then we go back to college and we're like with like the floor people. And this girl is like handing out duties for people to do for floor Olympics. And Emma like is the last one left and she doesn't have any job to give her. And... She's like, oh, all right, I guess I'll go find Kelly. And then Liberty's like, of course, or something. Yeah, because, yeah. Emma, here's the thing. If you want to have your own identity in college, have your own identity. Like, people are calling you girlfriend of Kelly because you will not detach yourself from Kelly. Yep. Yep. I'm yeah. disappointed Cut the in court Emma. And takes Seriously. They're, they're pulling an Ellie on Emma, and I'm very unhappy about it. So they then are. she goes to walk to her room, and she sees... I guess Becca and Gwyneth standing outside the door looking for Kelly. They're like, oh, is Kelly here? And she's like, oh, no, he's not here. Or I guess not. And then they're like, wait, should we ask her? And they're like, do you have? And they make, make like, <laughs> like a motion. joint motion that looks very unnatural. <laughs> it's, it's, it's real natural. All right. Do you I, have? And it's like very obvious. Like, ooh, joint. Yeah, it's like she's like, because <laughs> And I was like, oh, no, and like walks inside. But then she gets curious and finds like the envelope with the joint in it. And then she grabs it and walks. Wait, can I say because this is my favorite of all the things. And then Emma just comes popping out of the door and she looks over to Becca and I guess Gwyneth. Gwyneth, We're going to talk about that in a minute. Fucking Gwyneth. And she goes, so do you want to like blaze? (laughs) And I was like, yes, I'm so happy. (laughs) Yeah. 420 blaze it. If I, see, if I had a Tinder, that would be my bio. <laughs> do you want to, like, 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 blaze? <laughs> oh, my God. It would God. really cast the right net for the kind of girls I was trying to find. <laughs> it's really good. Um, <laughs> it's it's just so good. I have a question about Gwyneth. Is, 
is she, do they keep changing the actress or is she just so forgettable that I keep forgetting what she actually looks like? Have we met Gwyneth before? We've met Gwyneth so many times. Mm-hmm. Gwyneth dated Kelly, was Manny's first roommate. Oh. We've met Gwyneth like 40 times and I never know what she looks like. I could not pick that girl out of a lineup and I feel like maybe they just keep changing the actress and confusing me. Or maybe it's not Gwyneth then. I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe it's not Gwyneth after all. Well, but, and we're just saying they're all But if she names. dated Kelly, why would Emma hang out with her? Because she dated Kelly for like 45 minutes. I don't know, but Emma was super threatened by her when she was trying to date Kelly. Emma's threatened by literally everything. <laughs> I don't know. Good I point. don't get it. Um, but then we go to Casey at home and I guess he lives in a group home and we don't know why. And this guy comes in and is like, so like the basketball coach called me and Casey's like, or, or someone from school called me and Casey's like, I didn't do anything bad. I swear. I'm good. I promise. I didn't do anything bad. And we're like, what the fuck is happening with Casey? (laughs) And... He's like, no, it's about the basketball team. You can join. But if I hear that you've gone back to your old ways, like you have to, like, you're going to be in trouble. And I'm like, what are the old ways? This is what oh, I t- Like what? Did he like travel too much? Like, did he like foul? <laughs> I love, I, I my, so at this point, I also, when we were watching the episode, I turned to Holland and I go, where the fuck does Casey live? <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm confused. So I understand that like, They're, like, worried that maybe Casey is going to, like, be a delinquent again because apparently that's the issue. Why does this tie into basketball at all? Like, does basketball, like, trigger him and make him extra aggressive? I don't understand what this has to do with basketball. Was his delinquent crew, like, the basketball team at his last school? I don't know. I don't. That seems. I feel like (laughs) delinquents don't generally get into, like, organized sports. Unless they're like rich assholes who feel like they can do get away with shit. When you're a bad kid and say you have like a PO officer or anything like that, or you're in a group home and you're a troubled kid and you say, hey, I'm getting really into this like fucking team sport at the school. They're going to be like, this is great. He needs structure. A coach is a good influence and being part of a team. It'd be just a good thing. They'd be happy about it. Exactly. But what do I know? I don't know. I just, it's it's very confusing. I don't understand i just i don't understand i don't know maybe they just don't want him to be in any kind of like aggressive environment because he just generally has anger issues so if he's in a competitive environment maybe that'll trigger his like yeah but he anger i have no idea he plays like competitive robots or whatever and he does (laughs) fine so that's more aggressive than basketball too it's more violent it's not a contact sport though i mean it's not a contact sport but it yeah, yeah, I mean, the, yeah, it's less, like, physical, but also, like, it brings him way closer to being a supervillain. True. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't understand why basketball is relevant to his delinquent past. Oh, this is a bad one. This is a long one. I have no idea. Um, But then we're back with Blaze and company. Oh, wait, we don't know her nickname yet. I'm sorry. Emma. LOL. And... <laughs> um, they're like in the stairwell and Gwyneth is getting sick, cause... which like, that's not really what happens. I no. that's like, if, if you've been drinking too much, but I've, I've like, I've, I've definitely like smoked and like not been good. Like I am, I, I used to be fun and now I have no chill. And most of the time, if I smoke now, I'm like paranoid and weird. And I'm like, I just need to be alone, but you I've never sc- like absolutely. scroll back on Kelsey's Instagram oh my God, for one of her TBTs. There's, there's a really good TBT of me with blonde hair way too high. Um, and just like staring into the void. Like I'm definitely like have been too high and just been like, not good dead to the world. But I have never once been like, I'm too high. I'm super nauseous. Like, it does the opposite of that. It doesn't matter how bad you are at being stoned. Like, you're not going to be like, I'm nauseous. Like, you're drunk. I don't know. I can see that happening. Yeah. I can see that. Because if, like, you're not used to smoking or if smoking, I can see, like, the act, not necessarily the weed part, but the act of, like, inhaling smoke could probably make somebody not feel great. That's true. Like, I know. Edibles will make you feel but that's about it. That's yeah, that's a different deal. And then Emma is like getting kind of paranoid and I don't know. I just I don't know. Gwyneth is like sitting down on the stairs sick. 
Emma and Becca are like bonding. And Emma's and like, I'm not high at all. But she's like very clearly she's high. She's like, am I talking too loud? Am I loud? What's happening? I'm echoing. And Becca's like, you're so funny. Which reminded me that stoners are not funny. No. <laughs> and then they, and then Becca gives her the new nickname, Blaze. I don't really remember how it came up, but <laughs> she has a new nickname and it's Blaze. And her eyes light up at the prospect of no longer being blonde Emma, but now being a stoner in college. <laughs> how original, Emma. <laughs> oh, man. Emma Blaze Nelson. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Is this, is, is this when she says, like, I'll show everybody how interesting I am? Uh, I think that's when she's talking to Kelly. I think that's later. To Kelly, that, yeah. that's right. Fun fact, being high all the time does not make you interesting. Nope. Not at all. Yes. Especially in fucking college. That's about <laughs> as interesting as drinking coffee and carrying a goddamn messenger bag. <laughs> Everybody's fucking stoned in college. Um, but then we're back at basketball tryouts, I guess. I don't know. We're in the gym. Yeah. Reese is being obnoxious and aggressive toward Casey. <laughs> he like dunks Casey's head while he tries to shoot a basket or something. I don't know. And I have Casey flips the fuck out. Oh, Casey loses his goddamn mind. But also, like, why is this like little fucking twerp picking on Casey? Casey is enormous. He's so much taller than him. He's taller than everyone. Yeah. I don't get it. He like so when yeah, that he, child six feet tall. He's so tall. Like when he was getting picked on by like fucking Bruce the Moose, he like dwarfed him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. And then he gets angry. And then does he, like, run out of the tryout? Yeah. he's too angry? I he's don't really too mad. remember. He throws the basketball and knocks the thing over and storms out because he has too many feelings. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really care about this. So let's go back to Emma. It's the morning time, and she's waking up Kelly, and she's like, Hey, so I stole your joint, but also I want more weed. Can you help me? And he's like, Good morning. <laughs> nice to see you too <laughs> emma is all of us the first time we smoked weed <laughs> or at least emma yeah. is definitely me the first time i smoked weed where i was like cool let's do this forever now like until we like let's never stop and then all of high school happened um and there's fewer things to regulate than like an overly eager newfound stoner and i feel bad for kelly having to like toe the lines of, oh, this is cool. I would like her to be part of my life here, but I don't want her to be one of those annoying stoner people. Yeah. And it's, you can tell he's having trouble adjusting yeah. to that. There's no getting around it. Like, she's going to be that annoying person. And then she's like, yeah. we should, like, smoke for the floor Olympics. And he's like, we're not allowed to smoke in res life. And he, she's like. Which, like, fucking duh. And then she's like, oh, well, I'll bake weed brownies. That's something you can do, right? And also, but where are you going to bake them? <laughs> they they yeah, well, you bake, bake weed in your fucking door. If, but even if you have like a common kitchen, you can't make fucking weed brownies in there. It would smell. It would reek of weed. Like I know this because I oh my god, my senior year in college, I lived with sophomores. It was a bad idea, and one of them was going through her annoying stoner phase, and she made weed brownies all the goddamn time, and her oh, room just god. like. Every time I walked by her room, it just smelled like weed. Like my, I lived with a chef um, for a little bit and he used to like, he would make like edibles all the time. Our apartment would fucking reek. Also, like, how does Emma know how to make weed brownies? Like, because it's not like you just bake some weed into a brownie. Like, no. that's not how this works. Like, Where is she acquiring You things? can do, do you, that. That how, does. How do you know, like, the portion control you're supposed to be using? I don't know. Yeah, that's the dangerous part, especially if you don't know what you're doing and you just dump a fucking bag of weed in a brownie. You're in trouble. I guess like, so. I know that you can, like, bake weed into a brownie, but, like, that's not... You can't... You know that she just thinks that she can dump a bag of weed into a brownie. And you know she's not picking out stems. Oh, boy. Hell, oh, God, no. She, she doesn't even have a grinder, I'm sure. She doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. I know. How does... Like, I don't understand how these weed brownies got made because... I don't know yeah. what kitchen they would have used. I don't know. She probably doesn't know how to bake them. I don't. None of this makes sense. But magic of TV, somehow she knows how to make them. She does it so quickly. I know. 
And yeah. like, I don't know if you could make regular brownies that fast. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much time has passed in between this scene and the next scene, which is there on the floor Olympics. And she has a little Tupperware full of brownies. Of course and this she is does. When Kelly is wearing that fucking hat. Oh, stupid and fucking hat. We get a montage of her like offering brownies to people. And some people are like, oh, no. And some people are like, yeah, I'll have a brownie. And Manny notably notably doesn't take one she's like oh no that's okay I'm good she like gives her the biggest look and it's so good she like side eyes her so hard and then after this like montage Liberty approaches or is this also the montage when like Emma is like giving avocado as a score for like weed Olympic games and Becca's like you're so funny and these people are so dumb and also like Emma's just openly handing out edibles. I don't understand why this is happening. Where's the RA? <laughs> like, they probably know what that is. I mean, granted, you don't know what RAs were actually like, and I'm sure the RA wouldn't mind, but it was a disaster. That's true. Yeah, I but don't their know. RA seems like a real, like, buttoned-up kind of true person. Yeah. Pretty good. So then, like, after this montage, I think they're all, like, hanging out, and Liberty, like, approaches Emma and is, of course, scandalized by the fact that she's handing out, like, pot brownies. And then, of course, and Emma pulls, like, a full, like, Manny when she was going through her, like, I'm sexy now phase, and she's like, you're just jealous, because I made all the fun happen. Yeah. And then Liberty, like, walks off, and then is it Frisbeep guys? Like, uh, don't listen to Soberty. Yeah, and they're like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so I, funny. I hated it. And, f- yeah, fucking Frisbeep. I don't know. I hated it so much. And then Be- this, and Becca is already, like, asleep and drooling on the couch. And Emma's like, oh, is she okay? And Ke- Kelly's like, she's fine. She just needs to sleep it off. But she's, like, foaming at the mouth. <laughs> like, there's something wrong. I don't know. Um, But then we are at Casey's abode and Connor is visiting him because he's worried about him and he's so cute. I love Connor so much. And he's he's a sweetheart. And he's like, what's going on? Like, you got to come to tryouts. And Casey's like, I don't want to. He's like, you have to. You're my only friend at the tryouts. Oh, so sad and cute and adorable. He's like, Fine, I'll go. Just don't tell anybody where I live or I'll murder you. <laughs> Fucking Casey is a <laughs> secret murderer. He is unsettling. I don't know if that's where his character arc went because Degrassi hasn't had a serial killer yet. We need we need a Tan Bundy type and that I'm would ready. be great if he had that voice. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh my he God. He should do this. It'll be like the perfect <laughs> crossover from me for like all of my true crime, like podcasts <laughs> and TV shows. And then this, like I'll just switch back and forth between like Casey murdering yeah. people on Degrassi and fucking forensic files. Cause that's all yeah, I watch the now anyway. Discovery and Canadian teen drama is exactly. a beautiful thing. Perfect. Ready. Um, it's my ideal crossover. But then we're <laughs> back at college and Becca is being like wheeled out on a gurney and they're like, what happened to her? And she's like, and Emma's like, was it because of the weed? And <laughs> it's like, that's not really what happens, but I don't know. We don't really know what happened. Emma, that's not how weed works. Nope. <laughs> is it laced? It could have been laced. The weed's never laced, Emma. I'm just going to break it to you now. It never is. The weed is almost never laced. No. It's usually just like... <laughs> Also, I don't know if synthetic marijuana was a thing back then, but that's something you should be worried about. But no, that that will destroy. That you. will ruin you. That can actually. That like, can actually. But if yeah. she's the only one, yeah. But I don't think it. That's. I don't know if that was a thing then. Yeah, and I don't think that's really something that you like buy off of like. No, frisbee you can the like, dealer. You can buy synthetic weed at like some gas stations in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah. you go to the gas station for that shit, and God, it's nasty. Don't. Do it. It's dangerous. Some guy ripped me off in um, England with it once, like six years ago, oh, and no. it was a it was an experience. It was it didn't go great. Ugh, it I... didn't stop us from finishing it, but it didn't go great. One of my friends had a friend who like got a seizure because he smoked it. Like it's not good. <laughs> like some of it's really bad. Oh yeah, so she's being wheeled out, and Emma's like, "What if it was lace? What if it's our fault?" And 
then we're left wondering because then we transition to Claire. And then does Dyson come back and thank Emma for coming through rad in a big style way? Oh, I think that's later on because first we go back to the B plot. <laughs> right. And this fucking oh, yeah. this fucking kid, what is wrong with this kid? This Reese guy? What the fuck? So he goes up to Casey and he's like giving him all sorts of shit. He's like, what, you live in a group home? I checked you out. Like you like got you stole a car and like somebody doesn't have legs now or something. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Oh yeah. He's like and, and, Casey, yeah. and he's like, What, are you gonna are you gonna steal a car and, and hit me? Because I need my legs for basketball. Oh my god. And I was like, What the fuck is happening? And maybe if you're worried that this guy is going to run you over with a stolen car, don't make fun of him for running over people with a stolen car. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, he's so tall. I just feel like I need to reiterate. He's so tall. Why are you picking on someone so much bigger than you, you fucking little twerp? And I think Claire overhears this <laughs> exchange. Um, because I wrote down Claire sticking with Black Argyle, so she must be there. Yeah, and um, she's just, like, staring, shocked at this whole revelation. But then we're back at the dorm, and we the, we find out that uh, Becca forgot to take her insulin because she was high, and, like, that's why she had to be wheeled away, because I guess she was in a diabetic coma or something. And they're like, but we do know that, like, pot brownies were the culprit, and once we found out who was distributing them, they're going to be in big trouble. Pot brownies were not the culprit culprit and also becca yeah. gets high all the time apparently so why is this affecting her life now it's like this is yeah, just her- the one time she got high and forgot to take her insulin like this is like I don't, this isn't really weed's fault uh, i've smoked weed with a plentiful amount of diabetics in my day and that's never been a problem but it's good that they didn't want to victimize weed so badly that they're like okay the best we can come up with is uh i don't know let's make her a diabetic and she forgets like they're exactly. really just desperately because they, they gotta you figure can't od on weed it's not a thing yeah. <laughs> they can't so this make is this really... a cautionary tale like just the weed like i really think that it's just because she ate like brownies like i feel like yeah, that yeah. Just it. It, she like it's ate, brownies. She ate brownies and she forgot to take her insulin or it's, i don't know it's like if you're diabetic, you're usually very like careful about what you do or do not eat. So I guess this time she was just like forgot this time. I don't know. She like it happens, but it's it's niche marketing on Degrassi's part to make an episode that's kind of uh, conclusive to diabetic stoners only. Like that's what they're <laughs> don't smoke weed or you forget to take your insulin. That's like that's like <laughs> yeah. the message I'm getting from the story. <laughs> But if you're not diabetic, I guess this doesn't apply to you. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's so bizarre. Um, But then we're back with Connor and Casey, and Casey finds out that Connor did tell Reese about where he lived because Connor thought it would scare him. And poor Connor. Casey is like, Ugh, once people know, then they just see me as one thing, and my life is ruined, and oh my god. This is the worst, and he's just being a big fucking baby about it. I mean, Sean was way cooler about deafening that kid than Casey <laughs> is about this whole car situation. And, and Casey's it's way more defensive. Casey knew Sean. Like, they're fashioning a new Sean out of Casey, like the bad boy with the heart of gold, etc. But it's very hard to believe with those serial killer dead eyes. Exactly. They already have Johnny DeMarco. They don't need another one. No. <laughs> um... I know, and he's just so much more jaded and emotional and defensive about what he did, whereas Sean was like, yeah, I definitely kid. It wasn't good. I feel really bad about it. I'm trying to move on, whereas Casey is like, I don't want to tell anybody because then people will look at me funny, and it's, ugh, he's annoying. I don't like him. I'm ready for him to go away. He won't for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Hooray. Um... But then, and then we're with Frisbeep. Oh, and then we find, so then we're back on campus and we find out that like the campus police are searching people's dorm rooms. And, and Frisbeep refers to what happens to Becca as a harsh buzz. <laughs> That's all I have written down is harsh buzz. And Emma's like, we still have the brownies and weed in our room. And she calls Kelly to like get that shit out of there. But Kelly 
like slams like as he's leaving the room with the Tupperware full of brownies, he slams right into the campus police and gets caught. I yeah, love that he's just right. openly like he's just openly carrying. Like these put things. that in a bag, dude. He could not have been sketchier. He like held it like a football and charged into the hallway, like basically screaming, "I have drugs!" And these campus cops are no fucking joke. They shoulder check him to the ground like he's fucking, like he's stealing a goddamn car, and that was pretty intense. But Kelly bought it upon himself. It's good. He was not covert in the slightest. Put it in a backpack, man. Do fucking anything else, like. And yeah. it's brownies. It's so easy to get rid of. Like you can, you can make it work. You could have made it work. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. If you could have just dumped them in the trash can and put papers on top of it. They're not gonna go through your garbage. Well, I don't they know. might go through. Oh, your they garbage. might. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Um, and then, so then, like after he gets caught, we're like back in the dorm room, and Manny and Liberty are pissed off because they had drugs in their room and they're like what if we got caught with drugs in our room we didn't even have anything to do with it and then kelly comes in the room and he doesn't look very happy and it's yeah it's a tense yeah moment. he he comes in with a very mad face and it's just it's just rough all around yeah, I, I feel, I really do feel for Kelly because you know he's just thinking like, damn it, you know, I silently enjoy pot at my own leisure for God knows how long, and the second my girlfriend starts smoking weed, I'm getting fucking kicked out of school. <laughs> or he's not even getting kicked out of school; he's just getting kicked out of the dorms, which actually I think is pretty fair. Yeah, but um, this poor boy lives for res life. He is college, quote unquote, res life incarnate, and it's right. This is killing him. That's true. That's true. Um. But then we're with Claire and Casey, and Claire's being really confrontational about and she's, Casey and his past. Well, she's like, why didn't you tell me? And I'm like, Claire, because you're judgmental as fuck. <laughs> I wouldn't tell you either. And then Connor runs in, and he's like, Casey, we both made the team. And I was like, yay! But mostly just happy for Connor. I'm so happy for Connor. And then, but then, like, Claire sees that, Connor has like a cut on his lip and he's like she's like Casey did you hit him and Casey's like oh no the judgments begin you Basically. already think I'm a violent person and Casey and Connor is uh, Connor is my favorite human and Connor's like oh no I just got elbowed in the face at practice and he's like <laughs> and he just like looks so happy and he's like I just really <laughs> love basketball that was my favorite line in the Me show too. besides when Dyson said Harsh buzz. Harsh buzz oh, yeah. great. No, uh, Emma's Do You Want to Like Blaze is my favorite, but I just really love basketball is a very close second, maybe tied for first. And then she's no, like, that is a beautiful moment. And then she's like, wait, Casey, you are a good guy, and I know that. And I don't really remember how that ended because I feel like Casey still was, like, being a bummer and walked away. He, he is just being a bummer. He's just, like, sad about his life. But Connor really loves basketball. And I am so... And I really love Connor. It's so endearing. <laughs> I love it so much. He's he like... Connor really loves basketball. <laughs> he's just so pure. I know. He's too pure for this world. I love Connor. Um, but then we're back at campus and then we find out Kelly got kicked out of res life and like has to move off campus because of zero tolerance. And Emma's like, do you want me to tell them that it, they were mine? And he's like, no, I mean, you just get kicked off too. It's like, whatever. And he's like, we'd both get kicked off. It's yeah. stupid for you to also do it. And also she's like, will you ever forgive me? And he does not answer her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think he just kisses and how her. About this, Emma? Protest zero tolerance, make some new friends, be yourself, maybe you get your boyfriend back, okay? Just stick to who you are here. There you go. But then he gives her, like, a weird double kiss that I was Ooh, uncomfortable I with. I did not like that. And he, like, walks away. And then that's how it ends, right? Yeah. Why was he allowed to stay in that fucking yeah. dorm at all? <laughs> and just in that room. I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah he wouldn't be kicked out for living with three girls way before this. <laughs> Right. Um, and then that's the end of the episode. So, cool. No consequences yeah, yeah. It, for it, Emma. Had, it had its moments. No, no, of course not. But we also have learned that this is Liberty's last episode. Basically until... Oh, wait, no, it's not. She's basically in Degrassi, until Degrassi takes go, Manhattan. Yeah. So never mind. We can't eulogize yeah, her yet. It's her last regular appearance, which is, which is very sad because she went out on a very stale note, just being kind of judgy. Also, yeah. it's really funny 
seeing her being this judgy about weed where in real life she probably smokes all the time because she's a fucking DJ now. Oh, yeah. I love, I remember there's a bunch of pictures. They, like, look very community web shots-ish of, like, all the original Degrassi cast just, like, getting stoned as fuck. And they're the funniest pictures. It's just, like, Marco and shit just, like, blazing up. It's great. That sounds amazing. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's, yeah I'll, I'll plug that. Find the pictures of the original Degrassi cast getting stoned and drunk together. Amazing. You will not be disappointed. Um, all right, well, we do have a YouTube comment, though. If you want to read it, Kelsey. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I this forgot is, about it already. I know. Also, I'm laughing at the guy's name. So his uh, YouTube name is He Man Is Life. Duh. Um, and this is from eight months ago. And it just says, Kelly's looking like Shaggy's from Scooby-Doo. Yoinks, boy. <laughs> Which is the most accurate description of Kelly ever. Also, like, as a person who loves Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, it's fucking zoinks. But okay. <laughs> You and your weird That's crush so- on Matthew Lillard. Like, just let me love him. I kind of love Matthew Lillard, too, though, just for, <laughs> in all honesty. Thank you. I like how whenever he cries, he spits a lot. And it's all <laughs> fun. I love him. I just, like, I. he's just, he's my weird celebrity crush. Just let me have this. You could have weirder. You could have weirder. Yeah. Also, have Johnny DeMarco out there, so... I'm more judgmental of that one. Johnny DeMarco is not my celebrity crush. <laughs> Johnny DeMarco is not a celebrity. Also, Johnny DeMarco, my like weird crush on Johnny DeMarco is just like a product of my upbringing. I can't help this. <laughs> All right. Um, Spirit Squad captain of the episode. Connor for just being a delight. Connor always. I mean, he it wasn't cool for him to tell Reese about where Casey lived when he already told him not to tell anybody. But like, other than that, Connor just loves basketball. I would give runner up to Kelly though for taking the hit for all the girls and just like manning up and leaving campus so those girls can be together. Uh, like, you got to give the man his due there. Um, but but minus some points for that fucking hat. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rightfully so. And the frisbee thing needs oh, to go. Frisbee. Oh God. Um. <laughs> if we wrote our own titles for episodes, we would just call this frisbee. Frisbee. <laughs> frisbee. Four twenty blazer. Yep. Uh, yep. Um, can we make that the description? <laughs> just frisbee. <laughs> period. Four twenty. Period. Blaze it. That's all you need to know. Um, <laughs> ship of the episode. I don't care about mm. any of them. Me neither. I ship Connor no, and basketball. Either. Yeah. Yeah. Connor and basketball. There we go. But, and I, um, and all I kind of, I kind of friendship Casey and Connor more because I like, I love how much Connor is a good friend to Casey. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Sure. He's just a sweet boy. He's so sweet. Um, moral, if you're diabetic, <laughs> take your insulin. And, like, maybe don't experiment with edibles. Yeah. Unless you're yeah, being yeah. very mindful of what you're eating, which you should be anyway if you're diabetic. Come on, dude. And maybe, like, don't define yourself by your more delinquent behaviors, because if you do, others will be sure to as well. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> oh, just... Oh, and it's do not like, be the girl who, like, defines herself by the fact that she smokes weed. For the love of God, nobody likes that person. It's nobody. very lame. Exactly. Nobody. For what I have to say about Casey, I would tell him to watch the first season of Game of Thrones and listen to Tyrion's advice when he's talking to Jon Snow about not being upset when people call him a bastard. Wear it as armor, then nobody can hurt you with that shit. Sorry, I'm excited. I just We're started watching Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones last month. Oh, my God. You got to catch up. Yeah. I'm many I seasons I'm behind. I just dropped off. I just <laughs> I just fully dropped off. New episode on tonight. Our episodes come out at the same time Game of Thrones episodes do. <laughs> um, anyway, um, that's all our segments. We have Grapevine. Do we have tweets? We do have some tweets. I think we also have a review. Ooh, Sean, do you want to do the review? I'll do a review. I love doing a review. Perfect. All right, I'm going to I'm going to read the tweets first cuz my phone is already in my hand and I'm ready 
to go. Um, oh, so we have one from Danielle at Danny Lee 7 And she says, which character would you have liked to play? And she, she says that she'd choose Holly J or Fiona. And then she gave me a cute emoji. Um, I don't know. Who would you guys have wanted to play if you were like an actor on Degrassi? Ooh. Besides the kid who ollies the set in the beginning of the episode. In the <laughs> intro. Although I don't think he landed it. I could go into a whole thing, but I'm not going to. Well, well let's see. Just of all of DeMarco Degrassi. does end up with, with my most inappropriate crush, Allie. So that might be that might be up there. Sean wants to play Johnny DeMarco. I love that Sean wants to play Johnny DeMarco. I know. Well, Sean loves it's, Allie. It's but also, is it bad that I was also thinking of characters? I'm like, who does she make out with? Exactly. Also, Johnny DeMarco has that long, luxurious hair, which as somebody who's been premature balding since 17, really misses. <laughs> I was once like that, and I really do miss it. <laughs> the luscious, greasy locks of Johnny DeMarco. Oh, um, yeah, that was, that was my look. We see him with a hat off in the next episode or two, and it's not a good look. It's rough. Um, I mean, you know I always want to be Ellie. Yeah, that's true. Um, but Ellie doesn't really make out with anyone that good. Although, no, she actually. She makes out with Sean. And she, she makes out with Craig, makes out with Craig eventually. Oh, and her her shitty editor boyfriend was super hot. Oh, yeah, okay. Jesse was cute. I'm still gonna yeah, I'll I'll stick <laughs> she to Ellie. She even had shared a kiss with Marco. Sure, I'm I'm gonna. Hey, stick to you Ellie. know what? At least Johnny DeMarco is a reader. I'm still gonna work on this. I don't like the guy, but at least he can read. You know, he's he's informed. He's like a book guy, and he's also a bad boy. And he gets Allie. So you know what? I give him thumbs up. He is fun a- fact. The actress who plays Allie is the niece of Ravi Shankar, the famous Indian sitarist. Really? That's amazing. Also, you do not have to justify your picking Johnny DeMarco to us. (laughs) We get it. I know. I need it to myself. Maybe I would be Emma because she makes out with Sean and Jay. That's pretty good. Or Manny, who makes out with Craig and Jay. Oh, yeah. Actually, I like how we're defining this by who the characters make out with. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't, I wouldn't want, although Manny's pretty great, but I feel like I identify more with Ellie than Manny. Mm-hmm. Wait, and I feel like she's more kid to Drew, do. who comes in later, is kind of the worst, but he gets with all the girls, so maybe Drew. He's garbage, though. Just wait, he's real trash. But Manny does have pretty juicy storylines. Like, if I were an actress, Manny would be a fun person to play. I guess, Rick I mean, would be I fun to play. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Because um, there's at least some there. You get to like, you're the only one who gets to shoot somebody on the show. That's kind of cool. Yourself. Oh, wait, and Jimmy, obviously. Um, How are you forgetting you'd, Jimmy? Although you'd have to wear a beret <laughs> at one point. Uh, I, I, I'm sure I've got one around. It's okay. <laughs> All right. I hope that answers your question. Uh, what other tweets do we have? I'm no, no stranger to. To weird head gear. Um, I've got some bad shit. <laughs> um, and then we have um, one from Sarah. Sarah can't wait. And she says, on the Degrassi subreddit about principles, crying laughing emoji. And it's a screenshot. And it just says, Ashley's hat. Even Ashley's hat is better than the chef. But seriously, who thought he was even remotely qualified to run a school? Fuck that dude. Never forget <laughs> Ashley's weird souffle hat. Souffle hat. <laughs> Didn't I say, I was in San Diego and I saw for sale that exact hat basically. And I think you I really? sent a picture. You did. I, you absolutely did. I totally oh, forgot about boy. that. That goddamn hat. But uh, but yes, I would rather have that hat be principal of Degrassi than the Shep because he is garbage. Absolutely. Oh my god. Fuck Shep. Hats forever. have done better jobs. Like we're all Harry Potter here people here. We know that a hat can delegate students, like uh, you know, student responsibility to some degree. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah exactly. Could be like the sorting hat of Degrassi, the souffle exactly. hat of Degrassi. <laughs> um, is that all? The, are those all the tweets? Yeah, we don't have a lot of a lot of good tweets today. All right, so we also have a review from Air Halo Extreme. Um, I like. So I will read you their review, Sean, so you can get into the mindset, so you can provide her with a great. Uh, yes so she says i heard of this amazing podcast 
because I also listen to the Babysitter's Club Club podcast. I used to love Degrassi when I was in college, so definitely too old to be watching it, but I didn't care. Anyway, I mean, girl, same. I have completely caught up, which took me a long time. You girls are great. I love the special guests, and I, hey, Sean, and I love the recommendations of new things to check out. Anyway, as I am a 31-year-old woman who is way too old for any of these kids, I would rather have you write a fan fiction of a ship that almost was, kind of like Ellie and Jimmy. They were my favorite ship that never was. I love Jimmy Drake so much. He will always be Jimmy Brooks to me. Anyway, keep it up. I am editing the compliments because they make me uncomfortable. But there you go. So <laughs> she wants a ship that never was involving people a from the grass. ship that never was. So, all right, so we got... So it doesn't maybe, include, maybe include Jimmy because she loves him. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be Jimmy, Ellie. Yeah, no, it can be Jimmy and anyone who we, like, never dated. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give the people what I want, and at least, you know, I've got some uh, foreground. I got, some, I got something to work with here. So, <clears throat> Jimmy, uh, he's going through physical therapy. Yes, yes. Who's that girl with the dreads? dated? Trina, Trina. Okay, so they're at some, you know, local music show, naturally, but I'm not going to do a music thing. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Trina and Jimmy, and they're hanging out, and, you know, Trina is, like, really feeling the vibes, but Jimmy's just not that into it. He doesn't feel comfortable. These people are on him. He feels like she's forcing him to get out more. And he goes home that night, and he does a lot of thinking, and naturally, he starts to doodle, and he starts drawing... (laughs) drawing about himself about his struggles what he's going through but when he comes to draw trina he can't help but to think that it always ends up looking like ellie and it makes him think it makes him think maybe this isn't right maybe what i really wanted was right there for me in the beginning and i should have realized this so he calls her up it's late but you know Ellie, journalistic integrity. She's up until 2 a.m. She's getting the work done. She's got a deadline to catch. This girl says, Jimmy, oh, we, we haven't talked since high school. And he said, we need to talk. I've been, you know, really searching into my soul in an art inspired me to do. And they met up together. And she looks at his pictures and his drawings. And she's like, I'm going to try to get them published in my school's art magazine Perfect. that they put out. So they have this artistic publication relationship that obviously leads to some late night editing, you know, page layout and stuff. He's there with the creative process. And one night under the radiant glow of the computer screen, they look at each other and they share that kiss that should have happened so long ago. And that was be the bedrock of so many more kisses to come under the light of a computer screen. Perfect. I love <laughs> and that, it. And that's what I- no, that's lovely. That was beautiful. That was so sweet. I like that one. That was thank great. You, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Sean. I hope, listener, I hope you loved it as much as I did. Um, Especially since they love the special guests. Exactly. So hey. I got like a two for one here. Um, all right. So that's all the grapevine that we have. If you would like to be featured on the grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. You can Find us on Instagram at Degrassi Pod. You can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. We're all over the place on all of the podcast streaming apps and the like. We're also on Patreon if you want to check us out there. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, why don't you rate, review, and subscribe to us? That would be super cool. And if you leave a review, you too could have your own Degrassi-inspired fan fiction, possibly made up by a special guest, possibly made up by us. Either way, it's fun. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end. And Sean, where can the people find you? What do you want to plug? And what do you want to recommend? All right, all right. The people can find me on Instagram at Sean P. Quigley. Simple enough. S-E-A-N, the good Irish way, naturally. (laughs) Uh, You can listen to my podcast. It's the hottest growing class. We have new episodes every Monday, or at least we try to. Lately, that hasn't so much been been, been par for the course. Uh, And you can find us on Instagram at hottest growing class, or alternatively on Twitter at H-G-I-C podcast. I'm pretty sure that's it. But either way... Uh, oh, and I would like to recommend a podcast 
that is, um, I guess, a reimagining of one of my favorite garbage shows, which is Locked Up, Locked Up Abroad. It was a show that was on that just shows people how, like, they shouldn't do bad things in other countries or they find themselves in Indian prisons for 30 years. And now they have a podcast version of it, which is just, boy, it is pure suspense. It is lots of fun. It is worth checking out. Interesting. Yeah, Locked Up Abroad podcast is fucking great. Wow. Um, I guess I'll recommend something I literally just started watching last night and haven't even finished the first episode. But I just started watching The West Wing because I'm checking it out. So maybe join me. I don't know. I'm going to recommend that. (laughs) It's a glowing recommendation, I know. That is a glowing recommendation. (laughs) I've also been re-watching the original series of Doug recently, which has been really fucking rewarding. Because a lot of shows from that era that don't hold up, but Doug does, Hey Arnold does, and Rocker's Modern Life absolutely does. And boy, I'm just super into Doug right now. It is fucking solid stuff. Just a boy coping with crippling anxiety in his (laughs) journal with his dog. It's right up my alley. Perfect. Um, I'm going to recommend an artist, Dave Polo, and that's P-O-L-L-O-T. And uh, his Instagram is Dave Polo Art. Um, but he basically, he takes, like, classical paintings and sometimes some even just, like, Thomas Kincaid type of shit. But he paints, like, modern, like, random things into it and usually, like, nerdy stuff. Like, this is one. It's good. They're just... It's a taunt. It's, like, Luke Skywalker riding a tauntaun in, like, a winterscape. Yeah. It, they're all so good. And sometimes he'll, like, nice. like post, like, up, like ones in the works like this is like thor throwing his hammer in like this like beautiful painting of like mountain and like wilderness and it's just <laughs> thor is just this sounds up there. my alley I can't, this sounds like the kind of art that i would buy and my girlfriend would not let me put on the wall which is my favorite kind of art yeah that sounds about right this one is just a gremlin in like a classic like, like still, dutch still painting yeah yeah it's very good it's beautiful so cool. yeah, um, and this is yeah he does Wednesday Adams in like a portrait with another little girl. Yeah, it's it's, it's extremely cool. good. <laughs> Dave Polo art. All right, well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Um, thank you, Sean, again for joining us on this episode. Um, you'll have to look ahead into season nine to see what episode you want to be on in that season as we crawl toward the dark ages of Degrassi. <laughs> I am so excited. The dark ages are my favorite. I am very excited for the dark All right. ages. Well, that's semi-encouraging. You're going to be around <laughs> yeah. a lot for that because we're going to We need- might need you we to need- help us yeah. through it. We're going to need some help. I- I'll be there. Um, and thank you to Jay, as always, for providing us with our lovely theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.